When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week dose, DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Just bet $1 on any football game this week and receive $200 in free bets instantly. No matter what. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. DNVR to receive in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DNVR to get your $200 in free bets instantaneously. Instantly. That's the same word, right? Man, I I should not improv. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. McConaughey. Welcome to the That's Good Broncos post-game podcast live here on YouTube. Not live if you're listening to it via the podcast network. Uh, Brandon Perna here with Will Keys, and we have the taste of victory in the month of September with Vic Fangio as head coach. That hundred pound, thousand pound weight is off of his back. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through the game today. Uh, We might be a little rusty because we haven't done this for a while. But uh, you mean talking about a win? We're going to, yes, talking about a (laughs) decisive win. I wasn't sure how to react most of the game, to be honest. I got kind of confused when they they took the lead. And (laughs) I was like, yeah, what's happening? Something's wrong. But it worked. Feels good. Yeah, I just didn't want to jinx him. I uh, just didn't want to jinx him. I live streamed with Adam from Five Points Vids, who's inter- talking to my wife upstairs right now. Um, Adam made us a great short rib dinner. Oh. Uh, so that was nice. And it was fun. It was fun live streaming with somebody else in my house. But uh, today we'll go start to, from top to bottom. Teddy to the run game to the defense to the Giants. We're going to talk about it all. Uh, today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, official partner of the NFL now. So use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings, and uh, that's all you have to do. Also, benchwarmerbrew.com, my coffee company, if you want to support me 
and Will and our livelihood. You can do it at benchwarmerbrew.com. I brewed some of that. I brewed Adams this morning. And I really think his flavor overall is the best. Mm. I don't like to say that to his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need to send me your girlfriend's address so I can get the coffee for you. Oh, that's why you want it. Yes, <laughs> that's why. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Also, send me the pictures of her. <laughs> um, I will send you her address uh, and I'll make sure to do that off the air. Yeah. 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 I don't mean right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I'll uh, we'll also pretend trouble. like you, you bought it. You bought him for her. Oh, she's under no impression that that's the case. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you. Really, before we get into the game, uh, who who got you guys a better dinner? Me when I bought fifty pounds of pizza, or Adam short ribs? <laughs> Adam short ribs were better than the pizza. That's fair. I understand. But based on the quantity of pizza, it fed me for multiple nights. Yeah. And I think there is one beef short rib left upstairs. I ate, I just ate a ton of them. <laughs> yeah. That pizza could have um, fed the Donner party like that whole winter. Yeah. It was the biggest fucking <laughs> pizza I've ever seen in my life. I gave half of it to my buddy and he couldn't eat it all. Yeah, Will accidentally ordered a giant pizza when he was here. It was really funny. Uh, the full Sicilian is what it's called. Mm -hmm. um, Next time we're getting the like quarter Sicilian. Yeah, Adam and I had a long adventure on Saturday. I'll talk about that on the midweek podcast this week. Uh, we went down to Branson, Colorado, where a field was dedicated built for this team is the smallest fucking town i've ever seen in my life so small <laughs> didn't even know it was in colorado and we watched the bearcats six on six football dominate their uh, their opponent it was six crazy. on six yeah we'll talk about that wednesday i okay. want to talk about the broncos tonight i want to talk about them right now let's do it uh okay man i want to say the thing that i loved the most wasn't even Teddy Bridgewater. It was Vic Fangio continuing to just go for it on fourth down like he did in the preseason, which you and I talked about and said, look, he's yeah. just got to keep, he's got to do that in September because it seems like this offense might be in third and shorts a lot. But if Teddy can convert it in the preseason, just believe in him and do it. And then he did it. That never happens. That never happens. Yeah, he was three for three on fourth yeah. down. He was perfect. Now, I mean, I, that kind of like gives you a little bit of pause because you don't expect <laughs> that they're going to nail all of their fourth downs all season. But what doesn't give you pause is just like the, the mindset and the philosophy to be aggressive. Yeah. And I saw a tweet. I didn't see the actual quote. So I'm going to um, give that disclaimer. But he said he thought of it, like he was going for it now on fourth down um, because he likes where the offense is at and he never would have thought of that being a, a possibility the last couple of years, which That's is really fair. telling. And like if you want to talk about the difference between a young quarterback and a veteran quarterback, and you feel comfortable with a veteran quarterback to get you, you know, three or four yards, which is like all of those were like three to six yard conversions. Um, yeah. You're probably not even just drew lock, probably hardly any young QBs in the league. You're going to feel that confident going for those fourth downs yeah and yeah you wonder if uh you know they're playing maybe a better defense like if that doesn't work in a game 
But let's be honest, the Giants front was tough today. The Broncos, despite this nice 101 yards from Melvin Gordon, uh, they were the Giants were not easy to run against. It was completely ineffective, at least basically through the first three quarters ish until the Giants just were worn down by the Broncos. And then Gordon pops off a 70 yard touchdown to, mm-hmm. you know, put the game in the bag. That was late in the fourth. But like up until that run, it was the thing I was a little worried about would be the run game. But we also said the Giants were going to be hard to run against. That was not a surprise. And the thing I guess I'm most excited about for the next Broncos game, just beyond the fact that they're playing the Jets and Jags the next two weeks, is to see if the run game is good against a less than very talented front because I think for this success to continue, I think the run game is going to have to be like the totals we have up on the screen, the 101 yards, the 145, 160, whatever total right there. Uh, The Broncos are going to need to do that. I think to win a lot of games. Um, And today it looks like they did a good job running, but if you watch the game, they did not. Yeah. I hate when people are like, well, if you take the 70 yard run out of the equation, uh, you actually didn't have a very good game. It's like well, obviously you can't do that. No, uh, but you can't. You know you can't count on a seventy yarder every week. And you want the run game is there to like give rhythm to the offense and and keep the chains moving, which they didn't need because Teddy was Teddy only threw eight incomplete passes, and yeah. like a few of those were drops too. <laughs> the big one to KJ Hamler. The big that one to KJ Hamler was a drop. I think Saubert might have dropped one too. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of throwaways. So when he, you know, most of the passes that he actually threw in, in the you know field of play were spot on. I didn't, I saw him miss, like actually legitimately miss probably one throw today. And it was that um, deep ball down the sideline to, uh, I think it was Noah Fant. And just about everything uh, else. Yeah, that one was short, right? Yeah, it was, it was a little short, but you know, the run game, you do it even when it's not working because, uh, A, like you have to keep the defense honest. Yeah. And B, even if you run for two and three yards at a time and it's just a cloud of dust, you wear out the defense, you keep the clock running, and at the end of the game, the defense gets so tired that they give up a 70-yard touchdown. And yeah. that's what happens. Something about like MetLife because uh, Melvin Gordon had a great long run for a touchdown last year against the Jets. And now oh, he comes right. back and does it against the Giants. So he likes playing here. Yeah. I saw a little bit of the uh, Jets-Panthers game, and I heard the announcer say – it was like I think Sam Darnold rushed for a touchdown. He um, did, yeah. And the announcer was like, and Sam Darnold not known for rushing. And I just remember oh. Sam Darnold try, <laughs> you know, having a, a really long uh, – Yeah, he, he is known for rushing to, to us. To us Broncos fans, he's the greatest rushing quarterback we've ever he's seen. He's Steve Young, basically. Yeah. Um, Teddy completes 77.8% of his passes today. We're, we're going to take that. We're, and, yeah, a lot of them were short passes. I wouldn't wouldn't even say checkdowns. A lot of them were just like short crossing routes and and different things that worked against the Giants. And there was an unfortunate fumble by Albert O um, that I that was so close. Adam and I were going back and forth on who was how they were going to call it. Um, 
I think I guess they made the right call there. Yeah, uh, the, I think so. But the point is like that that the Giants didn't have good field position after that fumble. The Broncos defense held them. The Broncos got the ball back. This is right before halftime, midfield, and uh, you know Teddy leads a drive down for a score. Did they kick a field goal there, or yeah, they got a field goal right right before halftime? No, they scored the touchdown on the uh, throw to Tim Patrick. Oh yeah, so he they he like that's what you want to see from a quarterback where it, it was a mistake that wasn't Teddy's mistake defense held like they had done last year in many situations, but then Teddy answered by scoring a touchdown, Mm -hmm. right? Like he had less time to do it. Uh, It is something that if you're going to be a good team in those situations, you've got to take advantage of that opportunity. It's kind of like what we saw in the the Browns game ending, you know, Baker Mayfield throws a, a pick and he played like a pretty dang good game up until that point, I think. Um, actually, I'm just saying that because I wasn't watching, but I, I think the Browns had a chance to win, but they didn't take advantage of their opportunity there. I thought this was just a little example of where Teddy uh, made up for a mistake that a teammate made. And last year, a narrative were, you know, as drops by receivers and things, but, when you have a good quarterback, you don't talk about those things because they eventually make up for it. And I thought maybe right. that's an underrated part of Teddy getting the start and the whole safe label, which don't get me wrong. I've said myself, but I mean, he, here's the thing though, is he was pretty safe today. He was safe. Very he safe. Was safe. Like I think he made one throw in the entire game that you're like, no, 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 no. no. And he completed it. To the throw to KJ Hamler, I think it was on third down. Was that the throw, deep one? It was across his body. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> You're just like, oh, don't throw it, don't throw it, don't throw it. Throws it. It's right on target. Uh, he wasn't like bouncing passes off of defensive backs' hands. I think Daniel Jones got away with uh, a couple near interceptions. That wasn't the case for Teddy. He just no. he took what the defense gave him. Yeah. In most instances. And it turns out the defense was giving him a lot because they're keying in on the run. Yeah, they keyed in on the run. Um, you know, maybe a, a different quarterback gets some more big plays. Maybe Jameis Winston's out there slinging, you know, giant touchdowns against yeah. him. But we got on your kill list saying, I'll get excited when we play someone decent. Talk to me week five. Okay. I think that's the wrong attitude to have, man. We have waited two fucking years heading into year three to get a win in september i'm going to enjoy this now i saw the best quarterback play all around that we've seen since probably well probably when Locke beat teddy bridgewater and the panthers (laughs) and or when Locke beat the texans but i think you're going to see this every week out of teddy and i think you should be excited and they're going to play two bad teams following this so they're going to go hopefully die I don't want to curse them, but they're going to go three and zero, and I'm going to be rock Let's hard hope. excited. I man, I wanted the Browns to beat the Chiefs tonight. If we could have gotten ahead of the Chiefs in the standings just by a game, temporarily, just, just riding that with the Chargers. just for the just for the one screenshot for a week. Yeah, exactly. Suck it, Chiefs. We're it would have ahead been nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't care. Like the Giants have a good defense. I still think they do have a good defense. Uh, you, I'm not. 
Yeah, I don't no. care that it was not a great team. Teddy they was well. the they player. They beat a team that they should have beaten on the road. And not to bring up what Peter Schrager said on Bill Simmons' podcast, but a team that uh, was playing with a lot of emotion too. Yeah, basically the Giants let down the entire city of New York. I think they might have let down the United States of America. They let down like- the United States of America because they didn't – use 9-11 to motivate them to win. Yes. Which yes. is what the NFL wanted them to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. It didn't here's the flaw in that logic, I think, from um, you know, Peter Schrager, I think, I don't know if he caught any heat, but it was uh it was a thing that he picked the, the Giants this week and his like primary reason, his only reason, uh was 9-11. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> the flaw in the logic is that I don't think most players on the Giants really remember 9-11 like Daniel Jones was three years old yeah and it was the day it's the 12th it's also it is the also 12th. the 12th yeah today is the 12th Peter it is indeed the day we, we're fans of we do like Peter Schrager just to be clear yes I mean he's no Kyle Brandt but my wife my wife likes Peter Schrager oh interesting and yeah okay well she started paying attention to good morning football when uh she found out when the whole nate burleson leaving to go to one of the morning shows thing yeah and now she's helping me do shit so she's paying closer attention to all of the nfl we got mr looper it was nice to finally see some consistency at qb with the super chat there thank you mr looper it was nice it was consistency too Oh my God. It was so consistent. The consistency was consistent. Um, Efficiency was efficient. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, during the live stream, I, I called the Daniel Jones fumble on the play too. It was awesome. Well, it was only a matter of time really. Yeah. It just like you were, that rarely happens, but I was like, he's going to fumble on this next play. And then he took off running and he fumbled. (laughs) So Daniel Jones, uh, he looks exactly the same so far. I don't think, if I'm making a prediction after one game, I don't think he'll be around for the Giants uh, much longer. Yeah, um, I I, um, I would tend to agree with you there. He put up some nice garbage time numbers. Now, like nothing, nothing like Jared Goff had today. That was elite garbage time. Yeah, uh, it was like one of the best garbage time performances I've ever seen. So much so <laughs> that he almost won the game. So much so, Sean McVay might be thinking about him in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Because like, that's I, been the knock on Stafford, right? Like yeah, he embodied, he embodied uh, Pat Stafford in yeah. that 49ers game. Uh, Matt Stafford, I hope we see him just light it up all season long. Uh, he looks yeah. looking good so far during Sunday Night Football. That first pass was uh, – got my pants tight. Yeah, that bomb to Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson's fantasy value got to be going up through the roof right now. His fantasy value. Hmm. Okay, next thing. Jerry Judy escapes a very serious injury to only have a serious injury. Yeah. But I could have sworn his leg, his ankle was sideways mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it went back into place. Maybe that did happen. I don't know. I thought it was broken. It's a high ankle sprain, which is a really sort of like a nagging, nasty injury. So he's going to miss some time with that, especially for a guy like Jerry Judy, whose whose greatest skill is his 
feet. <laughs> so I'm not sure when we'll get him back in the lineup, but it's not season ending. I thought it was for sure. And I think today we learned that there are plenty of of guys to fill in for him. One, yes. Tim Patrick, still Mr. Underrated. Touchdown, uh, clutch like third down grab. Uh, we only saw Cortland Sutton get uh, one pass thrown his way or make one catch. But it was a big one. It was a big one. Also. It was fourth down. And if, you know, Jerry Judy misses some time, you think like in a couple games – Cortland Sutton's going to be your number one receiving target anyway, but I thought Teddy did a great job getting the tight ends involved in the passing game. Like Noah Fant yes. was huge in this game. A lot of short passes, but like in third down situations for conversions, Albert O, if he didn't have that, that fumble uh, would have had a perfect game because then, you know, he, he caught a touchdown, which was one of Teddy's most impressive plays. He had two, yeah. He escaped pressure, one where he kind of like stiff-armed a giant to extend the play and make something happen. He's always got his eyes downfield. But Jerry Judy's injury was what I kind of wanted to bring up there. Uh, what from the receiving game were, were you excited about, Will? Yeah, I just think he he kind of unlocks Noah Fant. Mm-hmm. I think he he's not you know looking to make uh, – the toughest throw every play like like Drew Locke was. He's just going right. to be content checking it down or, or finding <laughs> someone over the middle. Like I don't think Drew Locke was the best at, at throwing it in between that uh, in between the hash marks. But that's what that's what um, Teddy Bridgewater gives you. And he even missed a throw too to Noah Fant that might have put him uh, yeah. at 100 yards today. But he that under- – yeah. Yeah. He underthrew a ball where Fant was like going down the sideline pretty open. Could have been a big wow. touchdown. And you yeah, saw and Fant after the play, like like doing this, I think, like to tell Teddy like to send it yeah, deeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like further, further. It's like, no, wow. just let that one rip. Um but like uh those underthrows, sometimes they work. I saw Tyree Kills big play was kind yeah. of an underthrow today. And then uh oh, I tweeted. Debo Samuel. The Debo Samuel play, huge underthrow by Jimmy G that he turned into a touchdown. And you like, you know, when a quarterback knows he got lucky because Jimmy G was like <laughs> running to the sideline, like laughing and smiling. Um, and that was a situation where it didn't work for Teddy. <laughs> no, no. Um, maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. I, I would put some more air under it. But so I said the podcast that we did when Drew Locke. And Ted, or when Teddy Bridgewater won the starting job, I said that we're wasting KJ Hamler's speed without Drew Locke. Turns out KJ Hamler got open deep. Teddy Bridgewater put it right on him, and, and obviously KJ Hamler dropped it. So I wasted it. I uh, I sounded a little el stupido. Yeah, but you know, no, that's fine. You know, it, but KJ bounced back from that and had a like a 22-yard grab on the sideline, little yeah. toe tap. It, I think that was on a third down too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, KJ kind of made up for that play. Uh, you never make up for a drop touchdown uh, unless you catch like two more. You got to catch two touchdowns to make up. You got to double it. Those are the rules. It. Or you got to you got to make a play like Albert O, where that he wasn't even a receiver on the play, is what Teddy said after the game. 
Oh, nice. He was a run blocker, and he just kind of leaked out. Popped over. And, yeah. Teddy got found him. And he got the touchdown. Made a play. Yeah. It was just like a three-yard touchdown, but it's like one of those like really hard three-yard touchdowns to get. Yeah. Yeah. It, it reminded me of a uh, you know, certain quarterback, Kansas City. Oh. Uh, everyone so. during the stream today was calling Mahomes fat and out of shape. I – I was watching the game and, you know, I'd like to talk to myself a little bit while watching Red Zone. And I called him fat too. Did you? Did you look a little out of shape? I, I wouldn't call anyone in the NFL out of shape, uh, especially when they ran for a touchdown today. He's just a little like he's, – he's thick. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, we got a super chat here from Shade Tree Mitch. $5.00. Play calling looks safe. First few drives, then Shermer started calling a great game, allowed Teddy to shine. Very happy as a lock fan. Go Donkeys. Yeah, I don't know how much it was like Shermer calling a safe game as it was like Teddy just, you know, getting into rhythm. Uh, yeah, I making guess the right decision. Teddy's worst throws was he was rolling out, and I thought the defender, Holmes, made a great play, but Teddy just threw it into his helmet, which. Uh, can't wait to recap. <laughs> it was yeah. funny. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, Holmes was one of the guys we said the Broncos didn't need to worry about. And I was like, he just made a great play. And I was like, oh, no, Teddy just threw it at his fucking face. So, Yeah, it's like in basketball when, like, you're going out of bounds and so you just, like, throw the ball at the defender's feet. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit like that. $10 super chat. Let's go Broncos from Fulcrum the Bra- Fulcrum the Brave. Thank you. We're all, we're all crumbing today. What do you got in those notes there, Will? What's something you wanted to bring up? Yeah, I mean, Ooh. we've been talking about offense all day. We could talk about the defense a little bit. Of course, we're always going to get to the defense. Yeah, so I mean, the big story on the stat sheet and otherwise Right here. No Bradley Chubb. Didn't matter for Von Miller. He came in and had two sacks. He got off the ball so quickly on that second sack. Yeah. I don't know if it was him getting off the ball quickly or Matt Pert reacting like a second late to the snap. It's like it looked like like Matt Pert didn't know the snap count. Oh, my God. Wide open Cooper Cup. Uh, Maybe it's a flag. I'm still a second behind you. I'm Um, looking at the Robert Woods play here. Uh, which Just is wake, also nice. Wake me up when uh, Andy Dalton gets out of the game. Yeah, Ooh, so, he's open. Um, yeah, Von Miller. Like, it looked like he was offsides. That's how good Von Miller is. Yes, like that's peak Von Miller in, in year eleven. He looks as good as ever. He had an excellent sack dance, sliding on his knees. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just a sight to behold every time he. He gets around the edge. Um, other thoughts on the defense. Obviously, kind of a tough start for Patrick Sertan. Yeah. Um, he he got burned a little bit, maybe a lot of bit, on that Sterling Shepard touchdown. Uh, it happens. It was a little bit of a welcome to the NFL moment. It also didn't feel like – maybe I just didn't notice him because he was in the middle of the field rather than on the outside, but – didn't feel like he was in the game a lot. No, it really didn't. And we'll have to check like the snap counts later, but I saw a lot of obviously Fuller, Callahan. I think was 
playing such a good game you you know forgot he was there yeah it's like they weren't throwing to his guy yeah and the giants like realize like this secondary is so deep like you have no choice but to throw at darby all the time like yeah. you throw at darby and you throw at the linebackers and the, the linebackers i think actually held up really well especially later in the game even Jesse uh, jewel batted down like a, a pass and pass coverage yeah really nice yeah, so I think you could see Ron Darby ending up leading the team in interceptions because he's going to get the most targets this year by Ooh. far. That's going to hurt our Patrick Sertan Rookie of the Year prediction. <laughs> There's still 16 games. Uh, yeah, it looks like they credited Fuller with two passes defended. I believe both of those came like in a – towards the end of the game when it was yeah. still like winnable for the giants mm-hmm. and he had just gotten a, a pass interference penalty, which was the correct call. <laughs> he really held on to the receiver, which in that situation, if he doesn't, maybe that guy gets open and Jones gets him the ball and his touchdown. But after that, the next like th- three passes, I thought all went at Kyle Fuller and he defended all of them. Uh, I think, I guess based on these stats, it's two, but that was in the red zone tight spot. So, Fuller looked good. Um, Darby, very serviceable, serviceably serviceable. good. Yeah, yeah. He he's going to be like the weak link, like you're saying. Um, he's going to look like the worst corner, but he might be doing his job well a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get, like as a secondary, you're going to give up completions. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. And, you know, Sterling Shepard played very well for the Giants. He did. Uh, that was the guy who took advantage of Patrick Sertan on the touchdown he gave up. So, yeah, we're not, solid. We're not worried about Patrick Sertan. This is a you know this is a defense that gave up uh, seven points for fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds of the game. Yeah, no, the defense was great, and I think the pass rush can be better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if Dub gets back there, it can be better, and because the game was very close for that first half and it felt like uh there was one sack in that first half but it felt like Jones had time to throw the ball um and he right. was he was kind of mimicking Teddy in a way where the only way Giants would put together runs was when he'd string together a handful of short passes and they would you know pick up the first it was like everything was going to third down and then they kind of pick it up but uh, so I think the pass rush for the Broncos can be better. Uh, I really do. So I'm not worried about the secondary uh, at all. And linebackers, I have nothing to complain about. I didn't see any – like they shut Saquon Barkley down, and I don't think Saquon's 100% yet. Uh, it's going to take him a while to maybe be back to what we think of with Saquon. Yeah, I, I will say like – Neither team ran the ball very well. No, I mean, it, the Broncos ran it better, even ran before it, the 70-yard touchdown. But <clears throat> They ran it a running. little bit better, and then once the Giants' defense was gassed and the game was starting to slip away, they ran it really well. Yeah, I mean, I don't – you can say this in hindsight, obviously, because they lost, but didn't feel like Saquon Barkley should have been out there. He, aside from, I think, one play where he – uh, made Shamar Stefan miss. He just didn't – he didn't look very quick. No, it's going to take a while before I think he feels like that knee is comfortable. Right. Yeah, I mean, you the leading runner was 
Daniel Jones, which I think we kind of almost expected. Yeah, we said he might be a, a rushing issue. Uh, something that's never an issue, my friends. DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, got him. DraftKings Sportsbook. Let me let me go full face for this bad boy. It was the first Sunday of the NFL season, and the excitement can continue with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Bet $1 on any game uh, and receive $200 in free bets instantly. Instantly, not... Not later. Not later, guys. Now. This happens right away. Instantly, this is what I'm telling you. If you put a dollar in there, it's going to turn into $200 like magic. Like David Copperfield just. And there'll be a Monday night game to bet on tomorrow or this today if you're listening to this in the morning. So take advantage of that offer. And you know DraftKings is safe. It is secure. It is reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's code DNBR to get your $200 in free bets. You can do it for Monday Night Football too, baby. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Not sure if I'm supposed to try to read that part sexy, but I think I did. Well, is there any part of the instructions where they say you shouldn't? No, it's, it doesn't say don't uh, read yeah. sexy. Yeah. Yeah. There, um, there you have it. Okay, I'm trying to look through my notes here. I've got a couple of things. Okay, uh, give me something. Give me some goods, Will. Yeah. Give me some gistastic goods. I don't have the uh, figure, but the um, time of possession. Oh, I that think felt like it was skewed pretty heavily. Later, but can we get a time of possession? No, that's the one it's stat uh, not showing. Denver definitely dominated that through the first three quarters. Yeah, for I mean all the game that mattered, they okay, killed it. Like, it was a, it was the Vic Fangio special. Yeah. Uh, Riley Dixon averaging a fifty-four yard punt, <laughs> the former <laughs> Broncos punter that they drafted, mm, and then yeah, they traded, really just, or got uh, rid of for Marquette King, but uh, looks like maybe giving Riley a little longer uh, chance there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who, who he struggled with the Broncos. To be fair, he did. Oh, maybe we got time of possession. What's this taking us to? Oh no! Don't give me this stuff. That's just an ad. Those, what is? We're not, we're not trying to buy an Evan Ingram jersey. No, or Saquon. Now's not the time. Three hundred twenty-five dollars for a Saquon Barkley jersey. Wow! You put that thing on the discount rack after today. Wow. Thanks for everybody who joined us live, joining us live. Um, The Super Chats, very kind of you. Rams up 20 to 7. Okay, what was your next thing, Will? Yeah, I mean, third and fourth downs were so crucial today. Yeah. Uh, Teddy was 
Teddy was money on those. And like you talk about time of possession and time of possession is obviously important. Yeah. Uh, but you don't get that without converting on third and fourth down. Yeah. So that's, that's the key that leads to, uh, you know, the big stat that everybody wants to talk about. Um, and then in the red zone, they were pretty good. Like they settled for a McManus field goal. I think had Albert O not fumbled, Teddy would have put the ball in the end zone again. Um, and then obviously on fourth down hits Albert O. And then that, that play before halftime, that third at Tim Patrick, has that play ever not worked for the Broncos? I feel like they ran that play a bunch last year and it worked every single time. So whatever that play is called, that's like, that's in like the, it should be in Pat Shermer's, you know, short list of red zone. Yeah. Play ball. The red zone play. Yeah. Get it to Tim Patrick. Just get the ball to Tim Patrick. Good things what, will happen. What kind of route was it? I can't remember. It was, uh, he comes in motion right to left. They fake the, the handoff hand, right. They fake this, like, yeah, the handoff right out of the gun. And then he just kind of runs like an arrow. I don't know if that's what it's called, but we'll call it. Yeah, an he arrow. runs to he runs to the pylon to the front pylon. Yep. Um, it's a money first, play. And the first fourth down Teddy converted was a fourth and seven, and that was yeah. so. I don't. I obviously don't think you're going to do that a lot, but a time to do that is early in the game, right? It's. Uh-huh. If it doesn't work and you need to bury yourself out of a deficit or some shit because of it, then you're fine. But it's a fourth, fourth and seven. So like Fangio decided he was going to commit to doing this, I think, before the game. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Like that's crazy Um, because the rest were a fourth and two and I think a fourth and three. So like not as crazy. But fourth and seven, that impresses me. And yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, they're not going to nail every fourth down, obviously, but I think going for it in fourth and manageable, as long as it's not like, you know, stupid um, and you're in the right part of the field, generally speaking, yeah, it, it's in the long run, it's going to turn out to be beneficial to, to go for most fourth downs. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's a question for you. Yes. Just noticing Daniel Jones' stat line right now. Mm-hmm. He completes four less passes than Teddy on one more attempt. Uh, three more passing yards, just one passing touchdown. No picks either. Um, you're looking at that stat line. You're like, oh, yeah, these two quarterbacks played the same right yeah yeah stats are they're very misleading and we know the 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 big fumble that uh, daniel jones had when he rushed the ball how would you try to describe like the difference in the way teddy played compared to drew to someone who just sees the stat line like how do you tell them that teddy was a lot better even though like the yards aren't there oh he just he puts the team in a better position. Like, I I don't think Teddy's ever going to, I don't think he's going to throw for 300 yards very often. He might. And I don't think he's going to throw for more than two touchdowns 
the game very often. Uh, but he keeps not just the offense, but the team in very favorable situations because they had those long drives. And I think there's only like one really one spot in the game where the defense got a little tired and is kind of self-inflicted because they had a uh, personal foul penalty that kept the drive going, uh, which they never showed, by the way, Draymond Jones. I think it was a makeup call for the Justin Simmons hit on Daniel Jones. But uh, Teddy right. just Teddy put the team in good situations pretty much at every yeah. juncture of the game. And I don't think they ever had a three and out in this game. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he got them, you know, they were never stuck in bad field position, kept the chains moving, obviously converted the third downs, which created time of possession. Um, he played complimentary football and you can tell the difference with this year so far through one game it's just is one they game. have a pretty clear plan about how to win. And you can yeah, make fun of it so. because it's, it's funny when it's like not working because I think he tweeted and it like, it, it looked true at the time that the Broncos were playing not to lose while losing. Yeah. And like, it, it it's super funny when <laughs> like they play like that and they're down four points, but it just feels like over a long enough uh, time frame, like, it's going to put the team in good spots and they're going to, they're going to beat teams that they should beat. Yeah. I think they were down like 10 to seven at the time and they just did like a, like a a run play in a situation where it was like, why are you even doing that there? And they might've been successful even on that drive or maybe they punted after after that. I don't know, but I like to tweet in the moment too. That's the, that's always remember. I'm going to react as hardly as I can to the moment. Um, as you should. The other thing to keep in mind is some of these, uh, well, for Daniel Jones, the difference, I would say, but even his one touchdown pass was more of a play his wide receiver made too, right? Like, and that's going to happen for Teddy more often, I think, in this offense, uh, because they, the Broncos did not really break off a big touchdown in the passing game that was like a short pass that they it melvin gordon got the run but uh sterling shepherd ran a great route and daniel jones made a you know a good throw to him but he broke the tackle and then you know took it to the house so i think that kind of inflates maybe if you're just looking at daniel jones stat line but watching the game it just felt like one quarterback was much more in control of the game than the other and you see that all the time when you're watching two teams. Uh, and sometimes that goes back and forth with momentum. But um, it wasn't even like Daniel Jones was bad either. That's what's weird. He was playing, you know, efficient. But he just wasn't – it was like the Giants – I think I said this at the beginning of the podcast or maybe it was right before we went on. I can't remember. But I felt like I was – the Giants to me felt like – Watching them lose the way they did is what it felt like watching the Broncos lose last year so many times. <laughs> well, the game was close yeah. like, for the first half, and then everything just kind of went wrong after that. Yeah, and he fumbled at like the most crucial juncture. Yeah, the they game. were driving. They were dri- I think they were up by 
I don't remember what the score was at that point. It might have been like 20 to 10 at that point in time. Yeah. Or no, 20 to 7. So they were ready to get back in it. Maybe it was 17 7. Who the hell knows? Um, but that's when he chose to fumble. Right. So <laughs> you kind of knew it was coming. I, I guess if you're a Giants fan, you just kind of have to hope like it comes really early and it doesn't affect the game too much. Yeah. Um, but it totally it screwed them. And that might as well have ended the game right there. Here's what we didn't think we'd be saying week one. I'm really glad we got Teddy Bridgewater and not Aaron Rodgers right now. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Did all. not see that coming. Rodgers had a bad day. Saints just throttled the Packers. I can't wait to talk to Tom Grassi about that in the morning. Yeah, um, enjoy that for an hour. <laughs> yeah, what was the final score? 38 to 3? Yeah, something like that. And Rodgers just looks like uh he like he looked really bad too. It wasn't just the Packers. Yeah. He looked really bad. Um do you think like there's any chance like that's not just a one game thing? I mean, I guess it's there's always a chance when you know quarterback play is bad, but that was really would, bad because Rogers, like, I think every year he like when things go badly for the Packers in games, they go really, really badly and they kind of just like quit. And pack it in, uh, pardon the pun, for the next week. But it's kind of jarring for that to happen, not like in week 11, but in week one. Yeah. So, I don't know. One of the one of my, like, your resolutions for the start of the season is to remember not to overreact to week one. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'm trying to keep that just for the Broncos. I'm good about yeah, doing yeah. that for other teams. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, we will we are correctly reacting to this game. Yeah. But yeah, Rogers was terrible. Uh it's like he and Jameis switched bodies before the game. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. Winston was good, Rogers not so good. They put in Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, to so the point where they they put in Jordan Love and Jordan Love like looks slightly better. Yeah. To be honest, like, I, I don't know. Like, it, you can point to a lot of things this offseason and say, like, it doesn't surprise you that he come he came out of the gate looking really, really bad. Say that again? I was just saying, like, you can point to a lot of things this offseason, obviously, for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. That would make you go, like, it's not surprising that he played really bad week one. No. There's also, but like, I, I would pin it if I was trying to be as rational as possible. I would pin it on the Saints Being, playing with a lot of emotion. And I don't know, maybe there's something to the Florida thing. Why they, the reason they picked Jacksonville as a venue. Yeah. Maybe, you know, the Saints, we all thought the Saints defense would be good. I think until Jameis played well in that preseason game, I did. Oh, Justin Fields rushes for a touchdown. Ah, bears have life. Um, I'm a play behind. I just didn't think um, Jameis would be good at all. And God, today he looked perfect. 
He did. Yeah. Uh, speaking of efficiency, like we thought Teddy Bridgewater played efficiently. Uh, Jameis Winston threw a touchdown pass every four attempts. <laughs> he had 20 attempts. He threw five touchdowns. Wow. Holy hell. Justin Fields. That's got to go in the firsts for best and worst. You think so? Fields oh, the first, first, yeah, first touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, we got a big uh, video coming tomorrow for everybody. Yeah. Big best Check and it. worst Bronco recap. If you're if you're new uh, to the show, like this off season, we got a lot of a lot of content coming out the next couple of days. Yeah, um, so much. Gonna be hard. Okay one one last thing I wanted to discuss. Unless you got another point after this, but absolutely not. Teddy Bridgewater's helmet kept coming off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, three times at least his helmet came off when he was hit. Uh, Drew Locks trying to sabotage him, equipment uh, tampering, or does Teddy need to get a tighter fucking chin strap? I mean, this week we found out Drew Lock has a history of tampering with equipment. Oh, he took off the he took off the tracker. I would, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. I got a little worried uh, on one of those hits. I thought Teddy got – thought he might have gotten his bell rung. Yeah, but that was the one that he got the, the 15 the yard. Flag, yeah, yeah. And he was smiling because his helmet came there. off, that's kind of the reason he got the penalty. And yeah, I think it was that, pretty ticky-tacky. Maybe that's why he did it. That's what I'm wondering. He's being I'm a team player. It's a genius move by Teddy as well. Like he knows if I just keep this helmet loose, anytime I get hit, it's going to pop off. I'm going to get the penalty. Yeah, he's, he's thinking with his head. Yes. Was he sacked, what, tw- two times? Two times, yeah. Two times, and it seemed like they were um, coverage sacks. One was definitely a coverage sack, and the other one, I think Graham Glasgow uh, just got couldn't hold his block. So Yeah, I don't want to like pat ourselves on the back too much, but everything we said in the prediction episode was pretty much right. That is correct. And I'm just going to give Will credit there because he wrote it. He wrote 99% of it, uh, and he was spot on. I like, uh, to use, I, I like to use the word we and yeah. us. No, because you're, you're, you're a good guy. Um, I was in a bad time crunch Friday, and usually I contribute more to those, uh, but Will, all of that was Will. But I well, agreed with him. Like, I read that, and I was like – yeah, I feel like I well, just learned a little about what I think the Broncos are going to do. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like we're we we think with the same brain. Yeah, we have the same football brain. We were on the same page. Like today, we were working on the best and worst script, and I went every time I went to drop what I wanted in there. Will's already writing it. I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is what I'm talking about." Yeah, well, we're in um, year four of this season yeah. four, so season we're. Four. Dude, we're hitting, we're hitting our stride. We're in mid-season yeah. form already. Now I gotta try to get the Broncos script in shape, and I'm so tired right now. It's like, can I even do it? <laughs> make Adam do it. Yeah, make Adam write. Make the him recap. earn his uh, his room and board. Yeah, I should. I really should. You really should. Come on. Well, Broncos are one and zero. Yes, they are. Vic Fangio gets his win. Jerry Judy will be back at some point. Luckily, the negative x-rays were negative. Um, 
KJ Hamler probably got an opportunity to step up if uh, Wild Judy misses some time because it's kind of that explosive playmaker looking for. Cortland Sutton still hasn't – he's got potential to have a big game. Reliable Timmy Patrick. Well, like reliable. The Giants, Sterling Shepard, in my opinion. Um, defense, good. Punting, not an issue because you're not punting. I mean, Sam Martin just two punts, so – I won't bitch about the punting. Uh, McManus made all his kicks. Feel good. I feel good. Is it the Jags next week? And then the Jets? Yeah, it's the Jags in Jacksonville. And then you got the Jets. I saw someone someone asked on Twitter, who are the three worst teams in the NFL this year? <laughs> and the answers were uh, Jacksonville, the Jets, and the Lions. I was like, oh. We play them all this year. Yeah. That's great. And some people might have changed their answer to the Giants today. So and someone, yeah, I think they might be on the short list. Yeah. And uh, if you're in the Patreon Pick'em League, uh, Will and I definitely picked the Texans to win today. So try and keep up, ladies and gentlemen. We knew Jacksonville was going to be bad. We knew it. We know that one. Uh, and I hope the Broncos look better than the Texans against the Jags. That's the next goal. That's the next hurdle we got to get over. Look better than the Texans. <laughs> yeah. Against the uh, Jags. It's, not, it's not much to ask for usually, but they played well. Play, they played a nice game. Yes, they did. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, we'll have a midweek pod. Oh, Stafford's just finding wide open dudes. Midweek podcast. I think we're going to go Wednesday this week. Game picks for all the games. Broncos news, all the shit you love. Uh, we might finally get a winning season. Fulcrum the Brave with the last second super chat. Thank you, my friend. I think I think he's on to something. Yes, we. I think we're gonna have a winning season. I feel it. I can't wait till they play a really good team too to really gauge it. I agree, but right now yeah. they're gonna kick some ass for a while. There's plenty of time for that. Plenty of time. Let's just beat the shit out of the bad teams for a while. Yeah, let's get a little cushion. 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 Week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week dose, DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Just bet $1 on any football game this week and receive $200 in free bets instantly. No matter what. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. DNVR to receive in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DNVR to get your $200 in free bets instantaneously. Instantly. That's the same word, right? Man, I I should not improv. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.